At the University of Mary, we believe, as did St. John Paul II, that truth is known through both faith and reason. Human reason seeks the truth, but ultimate truth about life cannot be found by reason alone. In today's challenging higher education scene, the University of Mary is flourishing because our mission is to help students live fully in this way, not just existing, but really living. We offer education for the whole of life, and that's the difference. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Hi, everyone. The Real Presence Radio Spring Life Drive fundraiser is coming up May 8th through the 10th. Please plan to call in and pledge your support of your Catholic radio station. We'll be taking this family reunion all across the listening area throughout the three days from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have a blast, and we cannot do it without you. Please consider becoming an active member of this family of faith and hope if you're not already. It's the Spring Life Drive on the RPR Network, May 8th through the 10th. You know, when we talk about the Holy Trinity, I think the first two persons of the Trinity, the Father and the Son, are easier to relate to. The tricky one, of course, is the Holy Spirit, because we think of a spirit and we think of something that's invisible. We think of something that is really uncontrollable, that that we just can't quite grasp uh, with our senses. And so, of course, we, we struggle to really figure out what the Holy Spirit is all about and who the Holy Spirit is. But nonetheless, we know from what Jesus has revealed in divine scripture, from what he said, we know that the Holy Spirit above all clothes us with power from on high in other words gives us an abundance of graces so that we can live the Christian life we know that the Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us of all that Jesus himself said and taught and so as we strive to grow in our relationship with the Lord Jesus and with the Father and with the Holy Spirit uh, it's super helpful for us to actually invite the Holy Spirit into our times of prayer into our times of study and into our day-to-day lives so that we can have the strength to grow as Christians You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Gross, your host for this morning. Again, thanks uh, to everybody who um, called or uh, submitted a question via our Facebook page uh, during our segment um, in the last hour. And now we move to McKinsey McCoy and Amanda Eldweek, um, and they uh, are very involved in the Right to Life movement, uh, in particular McKinsey County Right to Life up in northwestern North Dakota, where I actually happen to be uh, the pastor, and so it's great to have uh, have them on the line. Um, so Amanda, it looks like, uh, Amanda, I have you on the line. Are you on the phone? I am. Okay, Amanda, so uh, full disclosure to everybody who's listening, um, I am Amanda's pastor uh, <laughs> in at Epiphany Parish uh, up there in Watford City. And so, Amanda, why don't you uh, give us a little bit of a, um, tell us a little bit of what's going on as far as McKinsey County Right to Life uh, up there in McKinsey County, and, and um, just kind of why are you, why do you feel called to be involved in, in the life movement? Okay, um, well... <clears throat> I, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to close the door here. Um, well, the right to life, um, has been around here, I think, for about, about 30 years. It was, um, they have a really strong group that they've kind of, um, built up and they would hold an auction every, every fall. So last, um, fall, I was pulled in, um, by Mackenzie McCoy and, uh, 
to help, and I had never I hadn't been involved um, previously, and that's I kind of was like, okay, I'll help out a little bit here and there, and then then all of a sudden I'm like not too much longer after that. I'm kind of way into it, so <laughs> so I kind of got um, I kind of got pulled in, but I, I I've always been for life, and it's kind of nice to actually be part of it and to to help to help the process and and whatnot. So. Yeah, so when you, um, you know, being involved in the pro-life movement and, you know, what what do you feel, are there so many different sort of corners and aspects to it, what do, what do you think, um, in particular, some of your gifts that you're able to bring, and, and how would you encourage other people to to get involved if they're wondering, how, how can I get involved, what is it that I can do? Um, because obviously, you know, as Catholics, uh, one of the strongest, one of the strongest, uh, sort of movements within within our great faith is this constant desire um in this constant um sort of energy in the way of of improving the protection uh of the most innocent so what would you how would you encourage folks uh, to get maybe more involved wherever they have wherever they happen uh to be um i would i would look um i think every i'm assuming every county in the state has a, a, a right to life group. We also have the state, the state chapter, and then I think every county probably has a right to life. And I, I would just, I think if you go on, I, I think Facebook probably is the quickest way. Um, I know that's that's kind of our, um, if people want to learn more about us specifically, we had, do have a Facebook page. We're working on getting a website, but I, I think it's, I think it's out there. Um, it's, depending on where you are in the state, like our, in our area, a lot of the parishes, not just the Catholic um, parish, but a lot of the, most of our churches in town here, very, very strong in the pro-life. So I would, I would maybe start, start online to see if you have a chapter around or check with your parish because they might have, you know, there might be people kind of actively involved um, in, within your parish. So. Yeah, Mandy, you bring up a good point uh, in regards to, um, that the Ray of the Life movement is very much a, a Christian movement generally, and uh, you know we talk about ecumenism very often and stuff. And this is one of those beautiful places where you know Catholics and other Christians who aren't Catholics um, are able to have a really strong and a very good relationship um, because you know defense of life is obviously the uh, the heart of the gospel. Frankly, it's defense right. of life and it's and it's um, allowing life to to grow and, and to nourish. Uh, and, and, you know, that's on every level. Now, McKinsey, uh, we have you on. McKinsey McCoy, she's the president of uh, Right to Life, um, McKinsey County Right to Life. So, McKinsey, uh, good morning. Welcome. Thanks. Good morning, Father. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So, McKinsey, talk uh, a little bit about your work as the president of McKinsey County Right to Life. And, um, yeah, and, and from there, I'll, i got a couple questions for you. So really, with McKenzie County Right to Life, it was already established, and we had a really strong group who put on this amazing event every year called the you know the Right to Life Auction, and it was it is a phenomenal event, and it was something that was you know well done and brought in a lot of money to donate to um, pro life organizations and clinics across the state, and. That, we just felt that we needed to take it one step further. So we kind of organized officially as a group, started having monthly meetings, established a board. And through that process, we just gained an amazing amount of momentum and uh, support from the chat, like from our community in McKenzie County and also extending uh, areas around McKenzie County. And we've just 
been blessed with the ability to partner with um, a couple other groups in the state to really start pushing and driving the life movement, um, you know, even further and more uh, with more energy. It's been really interesting. Yeah, so McKinsey, when you look at the landscape, um, you know, at least within North Dakota, but, you know, our listening area is very broad here. So, you know, we're, we're all throughout the region. But when you look at the, when you look at the right to life movement in general, uh, where would you, where would you say we are and where would you want us to go? If that makes sense. I think, um, at this point, I think we are definitely gaining more momentum, um, with some of the things that have come up in the last, few months in the last year across the country, we've really, as a movement, woken up to the fact that, wow, if we don't start becoming active and, you know, waiting for someone else to take the reins, we're going to see some things that we can't really live with and we won't live with. So I think we, right now, are in a phenomenal position and have a lot of energy and momentum to keep pushing and to really... um, make our voice heard and become louder. We are the largest voice. You know, we are the majority of people. We just have the smallest voice right now. And I think we've woken up as a movement and we're starting to really drive and understand that, you know, there isn't a lot of middle ground anymore. So we need to start taking action. And I think going forward, especially with Mackenzie County Right to Life and joining in with other pro-life groups, we're really pushing the awareness portion, um, And as we push that awareness portion and become more visible in our communities and really get our voice heard, we're also gaining momentum in other areas and bringing light to other life issues that have kind of been in the dark before. Yeah, this is uh, Father Brian Gross. I'm the host for Real Presence Live. I'm speaking with McKinsey McCoy and Amanda Eldweek. They are members of McKinsey County Right to Life uh, up in northwestern North Dakota. Um, And so... McKinsey, um, as you look to, um, you know, use your gifts uh, in promoting uh, life within the county and within the state, what are the challenges that you have experienced? Like, you know, do all right to life people just get together, uh, you know, get along and is everything okay? Or, you know, like where, where do you feel there are some things that, that need to be improved and, and maybe prayed about? You know, um, just like any cause, um, there tends to be some contention in the ranks, and I have noticed that, and unfortunately have experienced it, and, you know, I think we, our pride gets um, involved because we're human, and we have come up against, you know, we're all on the same team, we're all trying to um, promote and save lives, but sometimes one group will be upset by another group, um, and, and there's there's just this kind of battle, passive aggressiveness that is lingering underneath, and that's a challenge that we have to come, you know, overcome. As we I feel that if we can all partner together and become one big um, group, the more we can combine and the more we can unite the more strength that we're going to have and the more ability we're going to have to, you know, contend and face the 
pro-abortion movement. And that's one of the things that the pro-abortion movement is really good at. They have kind of one large overhead organizing body that pushes down and out. Whereas the pro-life movement, we have a lot of little bodies that are trying to grow and push up. And when we try to grow and push up, that's where we get that contention and um, kind of fighting amongst the ranks. And if we can put that aside and realize that the big picture is saving lives and we just need to join together and move forward despite, you know, if our feelings get hurt, if our pride gets involved, you know, we just have to grin and bear it and push forward and mm-hmm. unite and create this huge wall of strength. Yeah. Yeah, evil always wants to divide. Um, it divides <laughs> and then it destroys. And that's and that's something, of course, you know, as you mentioned, that we need to be very much on guard against. Um, we need to be, uh, as you said, aware of our own particular pride and, and, and maybe move with uh, more humility. And that's, you know, that's the case for everybody. Uh, but in particular, when we're, we're looking at something as important as protecting life um, at all stages, we have to be, um, yeah, we have to be on guard for that. Uh, now, Amanda, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, in regards to, uh, your own experience with the life movement. What are, can you think of some things that that uh, you found particularly helpful or powerful? Uh, anything that you experienced where you said, you know, that that's something that I want to remember. That's something that I want to be able to you know participate in or encourage others to be a part of. I don't know. Does that question make sense to you? Like, is there something? Mm-hmm. Is there something that <laughs> go? Yeah, is something that you that you have. Uh, been a part of where you said that that was helpful that was good um that's something i think that's going to move the ball forward or, or was helpful for for other people um excuse me yeah i you know like like i said i kind of got you know pulled in last year and it was just to kind of just when it was just a just uh kind of that that one fundraising um aspect that that auction and stuff and 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 you know it's it, it's really nice to be part of, you know, for, speaking for myself, I guess, and other people probably feel this way too, but it's nice to be part of that because it, it's, it's a great thing to be a part of. And, and, and now that it's grown, you know, I, I feel particularly fortunate that I get to be in on, in on it. And, and, and now that it's kind of, you know, we've pushed out our fundraising efforts and we have had speakers come and, you know, and stuff like that and kind of thinking, excuse me, long picture down the road to bigger bigger things and and it's it's really nice to be kind of in on the not that I'm in on the ground floor because like I said it, we have a history here for about 30 years of having that um, having the right life life group but kind of now that we've kind of got a little momentum um, it's going to be nice it, it, you know because it's, it's just it's just such a beautiful thing to be part of and, and you meet other people it's nice for as Catholics meet and get to be part with, you know, other Protestants and other denominations, and just to come together, you know, we, we can put aside our differences, come together in this movement. Amanda, you make we a good point. Yep, you make a good point there when you talk about um, just being a part of the group is able to give a person uh, a little bit more confidence that, hey, I'm not alone mm-hmm. here. And and we mm-hmm. have to remember that, that, you know, even if it's a passing comment at work where somebody brings up abortion or, you know, people make these, even make jokes about it, um, right. that not to just let that stuff pass without saying something. Because 
those people also have the opportunity to maybe, you know, say, hey, I know somebody who you can talk to, you know, you having this crisis pregnancy, whatever it is, I know somebody that you can talk to. Um, and so not to be afraid of, of inviting people or not, not, not to be afraid of having that conversation. Um, because you know, we have the truth, uh, behind us. McKenzie, uh, we've got about, uh, just about 30 seconds here before, um, we're going to head to break. Anything, um, that you want to say just in conclusion to encourage people or anything that you wanted to add? No, just that, you know, like you said, jump in and get in those conversations. Don't let them pass. Or if you feel like, you know, I can't do anything. We have plenty of things for people to do and to help us at McKenzie County Right to Life and also becoming a part of the Unapologetically Pro-Life tour that will be happening this year and the Unapologetically Pro-Life movement that we're going to push out through McKenzie County Right to Life. So there are tons of opportunities, no matter what your skill set is, we want them all. Okay. So just, you know, to throw out that invitation that no matter where you are in the state or, you know, what you're doing, we have a spot for you. We have a place for you. McKinsey and Amanda, thanks for uh, being on with us this morning. Again, uh, McKinsey and Amanda with McKinsey County Right to Life up in northwestern North Dakota. Um, and wherever you happen to be, wherever you are listening, uh, please make it a point to try to get involved with uh, the Movement for Life wherever you are. When we come back from our break, we will have uh, a 10-minute tour of uh, what's going on in our listening area, and then we're going to conclude um, our show uh, coming up with uh, Father Tom Grainer. Uh, we'll be talking with him about evangelization, um, and so please stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hi everyone, the Real Presence Radio Spring Live Drive fundraiser is coming up May 8th through the 10th. Please plan to call in and pledge your support of your Catholic radio station. We'll be taking this family reunion all across the listening area throughout the three days from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have a blast and we cannot do it without you. Please consider becoming an active member of this family of faith and hope if you're not already. It's the Spring Live Drive on the RPR Network, May 8th through the 10th. Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. 
Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you local hosts and guests from across the region. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Gross, your host uh, for the show this morning. Thank you for listening um, all over this great region. Um, and now we head to our 10-minute tour. So we're going to take a we're going to take ten minutes now and run through um, some of the great stuff that's happening throughout our listening region. So we start off with uh, our gas stamp collection drive out of Minot. Cindy, are you on the phone? I am, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Hey, well, Community Action Partnerships of Minot um, is one that helps people with to get out of poverty or help save themselves. And we started a gas program where people would constantly, you know, we get a lot of calls about, do you have help for gas and for our vehicles? And we decided to try out a gas stamp collection, which marketplace grocery stores in Minot give stamps when you buy groceries, or if you stop at their gas station, they give you stamps. And a lot of people, we found, don't use their stamps. So we thought it would be a great idea to see if we can't get a collection for them. And so we started that. So you can go to any number of places all throughout uh, Minot to to donate your gas stamps. Uh, You can call Cindy at 701-839-7221. 701-839-7221. Or you can drop them off at Community Action Partnership in Minot. 2028th Avenue Southeast in Minot at Community Action Partnership there in Minot. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Father. We also have uh, a community ham dinner coming up at St. Benedict's uh, in Duluth. Um, I'm a big fan of ham. I think it's far better than turkey. So I I very much um, would hope that you can make it to this uh, this ham dinner at St. Benedict's in in Duluth. Uh, we will the the dinner is at uh, Saturday. It's on Saturday, May fourth, from three to seven p.m. The cost is uh, ten dollars for adults, ten dollars for adults, six dollars for children, from six to twelve, uh, and those five and under are free. All proceeds will be donated to Stella Maris Academy. Um, mark your calendars and join everyone. Again, that's uh, St. Benedict's uh, Duluth Community Ham Dinner, May 4th, 
Saturday, May 4th, from 3 to 7 p.m. The cost is $10 for adults, $6 for children, 6 to 12 years old, and those 5 and under are free. All proceeds will be donated to Stella Maris Academy. Uh, mark your calendars and join. Stella Maris, Star of the Sea. That's another uh, name for the Blessed Mother. It's beautiful. Uh, Stella Maris Academy at St. Benedict's uh, in Duluth have their community hem dinner coming up May 4th from 3 to 7. It's a Saturday. Please uh, make it a point to um, get to that if you are in the Duluth area. We have St. Mary's Cathedral Spring Celebration coming in Fargo. Um, it is a county St. Mary's Cathedral Spring Celebration and County Fair. Uh, it's May 4th and 5th at St. Mary's Cathedral in Fargo. You want to come on Saturday evening for the famous Swedish Meatball Dinner, live and silent auctions, cash door prizes, entertainment, and more. Sunday you'll want to be there for the raffle drawing, and be sure to get your burger basket and egg rolls to munch on while you play carnival games. Bring the whole family. St. Mary's Cathedral Spring Celebration, again that's May 4th and May 5th uh, at the Cathedral in Fargo. Um, Swedish meatball dinner. Um, Swedish meatballs are great. Gravy and mashed potatoes. Um, live and silent auctions, cash door prizes, entertainment and more. And you'll uh, be able to get your burgers and egg rolls as well. And now we uh, move to Maria, who's part of Jumpstart in the Diocese of Rapid City. Maria. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Yes, uh, so I work with the Office of Stewardship in the Diocese of Rapid City, mm -hmm. and we would like to uh, let uh, everybody know about a retreat. We're going to have a Jumpstart retreat, June 1st and 2nd, at the Sioux Spiritual Center, and it's for 18 years and older, um, young men and women who might be at a crossroads and uh, don't really know what God made them for. So this will give them the tools they need to discover their natural and spiritual gifts to find out what it is that they're supposed to be doing. Okay. So what are the ages for this? 18 and up. 18 and up. Okay. So, yes. So, yeah. So, so how, many, um, how many people do you expect for this? Uh, space is limited, about 20 people. Okay. And so that's the evening of June, Saturday, June 1st, and continues on through Sunday, June uh, 2nd. Do you have a website? Yes, we do. CatholicWayOfLife.org. Okay. And Catholic. you can check our upcoming event, CatholicWayOfLife.org. And so this is to help anybody discern a vocation, whether that's the marriage, to single life, uh, to the priesthood or the religious life, right? This isn't just for, you know, vocations to the priesthood or, or something like that, right? This is for dis a discernment no. generally, right? Yes, yes. As Cardinal John Henry Newman said, um, this would be perfect, uh, you know, to know what God created, okay. you know, somebody to be and what is their mission in life. Okay, thanks, Maria. Thank you. We have the Living Rosary for the Unborn uh, coming up in Rochester, Minnesota. So the Knights of Columbus, uh, Bishop Edward A. Fitzgerald, Assembly Number 548, 
invites everyone to join in praying a living rosary for the unborn on Saturday, May 11th at 11 a.m. The rosary will be held at Calvary Cemetery in Rochester, Minnesota. Come join in praying for the most vulnerable against us. Uh, and so again, that's Saturday, May 11th at 11 a.m. at the Calvary Cemetery in Rochester, Minnesota. It's a rosary, living rosary for the unborn, hosted by, uh, presented by the Knights of Columbus, the Bishop Edward A. Fitzgerald, Assembly Number 548, Saturday, May 11th um, at 11 a.m. And of course, that's just a great encouragement, um, whether you're able to attend that event or not, that uh, in your intentions, especially as you pray your rosary, always um, keep that, uh, keep life, Keep life uh, at the front and center um, of your prayers. And so we have the Pine Room Supper coming up at St. Joseph's in Dickinson, North Dakota. St. Joseph's Church in Dickinson will be hosting a Pine Room Supper on Saturday, May 4th from 4.30 to 7 in the Pine Room. So that's probably why it's called Pine Room Supper, because it's in the Pine Room. The menu includes fried chicken, hamburger hot dish, mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, buns, and dessert. The cost is $10 for adults and youth, and ages 5 and under are free. And the proceeds will go toward the Pine Room Renovation Project. Okay, so it's the Pine Room Supper, raising money to renovate the Pine Room at St. Joseph's Church uh, in Dickinson, North Dakota. So those are uh, a number of things going on throughout our listening area, so please, if you're uh, in the area, please take an opportunity to um, go to any of those events if you, if you are able, provide uh, good support for all of our um, good listening folks. So uh, we're going to head to a break right now, everybody. Um, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be speaking with Robert Tariba. He is the um, director of Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. And so we're going to be speaking um, with him about just uh, the great things that Catholic Charities does uh, in his area. And then uh, at the conclusion of our show, we're going to be speaking... Um, about uh, evangelization. So please stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, everyone. The Real Presence Radio Spring Live Drive fundraiser is coming up May 8th through the 10th. Please plan to call in and pledge your support of your Catholic radio station. We'll be taking this family reunion all across the listening area throughout the three days from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have a blast, and we cannot do it without you. Please consider becoming an active member of this family of faith and hope if you're not already. It's the Spring Live Drive on the RPR Network, May 8th through the 10th. At the University of Mary, we offer a world-class education that's truly affordable. 99% of our students receive scholarships, and we offer a groundbreaking year-round campus option to earn your bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four. That means less cost, less debt, and a tremendous boost in your lifetime earnings. For these reasons and more, we're the nation's most affordable, serious Catholic university. Discover more at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 
877-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. You're listening to the RPR Network. Now, back to more Real Presence Live. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Gross, your host for this morning. Thank you for listening. We've got about 30 minutes left in our show, and uh, we welcome Robert Tariba, who is the Executive Director of Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Robert, good morning. Good morning, Father. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being on. And so, uh, Robert, yeah, t- tell us a little bit about your work um, as the Executive Director for Catholic Charities in Southern Minnesota and just, um, you know, what wh- what it is that you're you're sort of really focusing on as we uh, as we have our conversation here. Wow. Yeah, boy, that's a nice uh, broad question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, as Executive Director, um, it's... Um, really been uh, a privilege and a joy to be uh, part of the work of Catholic Charities. Um, you know, our uh, um, our territory covers the 20 southernmost counties of Minnesota, and uh, we have seven offices and about 17 programs, and um, we, uh, everything we do is uh, based on our mission statement of uh, serving the poor and marginalized advocating for social justice and calling all people to the ministry of Christ. So um, there's a lot of variety, uh, a lot of different locations. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm just doing my part as part of a a great uh, team of workers and volunteers in carrying out that mission. So um, it's it's really been a lot of fun, and uh, I feel very blessed. That's good. So that's a lot of traveling, it sounds like, 20 counties. You're driving a lot. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it, there's a, it's a, it's a broad field and, uh, and, uh, that's what makes it, uh, fun and I think, um, very engaging and, uh, it's, it's good, but, uh, most of the traveling is done, it's day trips. I very seldom have to stay, take lodging overnight that's within right. our 20 counties. So when you, um, think about the work that Catholic Charities does, uh, you know, of course the, the central desire, the main focus, right, is to improve a person's life. Now, how does that, when you, when you look at what Catholic Charities is trying to do versus a, an organization that might be wanting to improve somebody's life that isn't Christian or Catholic or religious, like, what, yeah. wh- you know, what's the difference there? How, how would you see your role as different than somebody who, you know, has maybe the same goal but, but isn't, it's not connected to, to faith? Yeah. You know, that's a great question. And, you know, I've been in the... Um, in the Catholic Charities movement now for uh, 19 years here in southern Minnesota, and uh, I uh, have served for 18 years with Catholic Charities back in Illinois. And, you know, so I'm a little biased, but I really do think that uh, there's a qualitative difference, I think, in terms of service delivery that comes from uh, faith-based organizations, including Catholic Charities. and I, you know, it's faith is the, you know, the engine that drives 
uh, all that we do. And I think that that faith, which is, of course, a gift, that faith um, is gives us great hope. And um, and I think it, in terms of motivation, it's, you know, we're not here to save the world. Uh, Christ has already done that. Uh, our role is to uh, serve with great authenticity and great compassion and competence and to try to really be present to bring God's love to those whom it is our privilege to serve. And um, so I do think, you know, um, it's it's a qualitative difference. And, um, you know, our, our five core values at Catholic Charities are uh, joy and empowerment and respect competence and stewardship, but uh, the joy, the joy comes from uh, our faith. This is Father Brian Gross. I'm your host for Real Presence Live. I'm listening, or speaking with Robert Tariba, who is the Executive Director of Catholic Charities uh, for Southern Minnesota. And so you use the word um, social justice, right, in talking about what it is that the Catholic yeah. Charities is seeking to do. And that word, unfortunately, is polarizing, right? Because uh, too often that word can be connected to a political party, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, and one political party says boo, another one says yay. Um, but when we talk about social justice as Catholics, uh, how is it that you kind of cut through the division and cut through the, the, basically the, the things that are not true about what that really, what we're actually doing when we talk about that. Because you said refugee resettlement, right? That's going to yeah. raise some, some yeah, the yeah. hair on some people's necks. Absolutely. Um, but we're also talking about life, right? We're talking about adoption and stuff. So, so if you kind of yeah. just, uh, you know, as the director there and as you've been involved in Catholic Charities, like where, how is it that you speak to people about as Catholics we're supposed to get involved in social justice? Yeah, I think it's, uh, you hit on a good point there, Father. I think it's uh, really unfortunate that uh, our political discourse has started to attach baggage to that term, but um, I guess for me, um, I think um, it, it all comes down to our, our primary value here at Catholic Charities, which is uh, made in God's image and likeness. Every human life has dignity, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so it's it's our privilege to um, journey with people as they encounter a variety of life circumstances, um, and to be present with them and to empower them. And, and, and so there's no exceptions to that, that uh, value that every human life has dignity. And so that includes, um, you know, the frail elderly. That includes refugees, um, regardless of their faith tradition. Uh, yeah. That includes... Um, uh, uh, un, unmarried moms who are experiencing the pregnancy. That includes their uh, unborn children who are, are, are the most defenseless. So, um, you know, I think that broad spectrum and that value helps explain why we have 17 programs. Um, so, you know, we want to be of, of great service in terms of uh, delivering uh, compassionate uh, quality services to people regardless of their ability to pay and in a wide variety of life circumstances. So it, it's, it, it, it to me, it, social justice is a term that I, uh, embrace certainly. Uh, but it, you know, it's more than labels. Our work here is, it has nothing to do with labels. It's just like dealing with people with the reality of their lives yeah. and, and trying to really be present and bring God's love to them.
Right, Robert, and, and it's an important distinction, right, between uh, the policy that a, a government might have and yeah. the individual who is standing before you who is in need. Right. You, yeah. you know, it, it's not it's not a Catholic's uh, job or your job to sit and lecture a person <laughs> or right. or a group of people. It's, yeah. hey, this person, this community is in need and yeah. Christ is uh, asking me to be generous and to be loving in this particular circumstance. Exactly. Um, you, you know, the policy that a government has is a whole nother thing. Yep. Um, and that's the fact of the matter is, is this individual is here, these people are here, um, and and we need to we need to help them. So we only got yep. about a minute or so left here, Robert. Why don't you give everybody a website, um, especially if they want to take advantage of uh, any of the programs? Um, oh, absolutely. You, yeah. Yes, that's great. Yes, I'm, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, bring that to your listeners' attention. It's uh, www.ccsomn.org. And it's a great place to go to uh, learn about our work and to contact us if you need some help. Uh, and our Catholic Charities Annual Appeal is coming up on Mother's Day weekend So uh, in all the parishes of the Diocese of Winona, uh, Rochester. So, um, you know, we're looking forward to that. And uh, uh, we would welcome people coming to, to, to learn more about us. That's the website. Yeah, so again, you know, I'm sure if you type into Google Catholic Charities Southern Minnesota, right? That would that, that would should take work. You, that would you take bet. you right to it to Google. So Yep. That should work. Uh, again, um, you know, they, they do many good things. Uh adoption programs, prescription medication assistance, yeah. refugee resettlement and so yeah. Um, if you want to get involved with Catholic Charities or take advantage of um, any of the assistance that they want to offer, uh, please um, please go there or you know any of the Catholic Charities uh, throughout our listening area. Um, they're yep. all there there to help you uh, in any way possible. So, Absolutely. Robert, Robert, thanks for uh, thanks for your work. Thanks for being on. Yeah, Father, thanks so much. That this time went really fast. I I hope it went really fast for your listeners. <laughs> yes, it was good. Thank you. Have a right. happy Easter. Thank- yeah, thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, bye-bye. We're heading to our break, uh, everybody, and when we come back from break, we'll be speaking with Father Tom Grainer of the Diocese of Fargo. We're going to be talking about evangelization. Um, what does it mean to be an evangelist uh, as a Catholic? And uh, he's going to be talking about a great opportunity you have in his parish to learn how to be an evangelizer, how to enter into this movement of evangelization that uh, is the heart of what Jesus desires when he is inviting us into relationship with himself. So please please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Live, engaging, and local, that's Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. France, an enchanting country known for its elegance and richness and an incredible Catholic history spanning centuries, set out to explore this history on the Saints and Sanctuaries of Catholic France pilgrimage, October 10th through the 20th, 2019, with spiritual director Father Chuck Huck. You'll have a chance to pray at St. Catherine of Labouret Church in Paris, explore the Basilica of St. Therese of Lisieux, spend two days in Lourdes, plus so much more. To reserve your seat, visit worldstrides.com register. Trip number 166594. This is Father Nick Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth. Catholic Radio helped me discover my vocation, not in particular my priestly vocation, but my vocation to become a saint. 
the summer before my junior year of college, I got a job driving a big ice truck delivering ice. After a while, I got sick of listening to the radio, to the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC over and over again. And eventually I found the Catholic radio station. I had always been Catholic, but I was just doing the minimum. But that summer, working those long hours, listening to Catholic radio, I fell in love with the truth, goodness, and beauty of Catholicism. And I realized that I had striven for greatness in academics and in athletics, but I never strove to be a great man, virtuous, excellent, a saint. And so I said to myself, why not be a saint? And at that moment, I believed, one, that I could be a saint, and two, that I want to make the sacrifices and right decisions to become a saint. Catholic Radio prompted me the desire to be a saint. Hi everyone, the Real Presence Radio Spring Life Drive fundraiser is coming up May 8th through the 10th. Please plan to call in and pledge your support of your Catholic radio station. We'll be taking this family reunion all across the listening area throughout the three days from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have a blast, and we cannot do it without you. Please consider becoming an active member of this family of faith and hope if you're not already. It's the Spring Live Drive on the RPR Network, May 8th through the 10th. Rapid City Catholic Schools welcomes you to the 39th Annual Mayfest Auction and Dinner Saturday, May 4th at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center's LaCroix Hall starting at 5 p.m. The event's theme is An Evening in Paris, and there will be a live and silent auction with hundreds of great items where all registered bidders will be entered in a drawing for one student to receive one year of free tuition. Event tickets are $65. For more information, contact Liz at 605-348-1477. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page and be sure to like us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Gross, your host for the show this morning. We uh, are coming up here on our last segment, and we are joined by Father Tom Grainer. He's the pastor of Little Flower Parish in Rugby, North Dakota, in the Diocese of Fargo. And so... Father Tom, thanks for uh, being on. Good morning. Glad to be here this morning. Thank you, Father Brian. So I want to tell you a little bit of a story about um, how your uh, the evangelization conference that you are going to be having there in Little Flower, how it affected me, and I think you're going to enjoy this. So when uh, okay, so we just had our parish mission up in Watford City, North Dakota, uh, during Lent, and so. Um, Leading up to the parish mission, I was praying a novena to um, St. Therese, the little flower. And as I was praying that novena, it was one of these great opportunities. St. Therese does this all the time, where she'll just, she just starts showing herself, right? She you know, makes herself present and stuff like this. And so um, as I was going, you know, praying this novena leading up to our parish mission, um, your mailer from St. Therese... Uh, parish in Rugby, North Dakota, was uh, the great sign that um, she was actually definitely present and and uh, responding uh, to the prayer. So it was really it was really cool for me to get that uh, in in the mail. So you know, as we talk about evangelization, right? Um, we realize that uh, the saints uh, participate very much in um, our Lord's desire to bring others to Himself, and so. Um, Father Grainer, why don't you talk a little bit about just what is this conference that you're that you're putting on there in rugby, and and how are uh, people able to um, to register and, and get involved with that? Sure. Um, what we are hosting this weekend is the New Evangelization Summit 2019, 
it's um, uh, the conference is actually hosted in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Um, but they instead of having people, everybody have to come there from all over North America, they send out uh, a web signal that we can pick up, and they have registered sites around Canada and the United States, about 60 of them, that uh, can invite people from their area to come and be a part um, and listening to speakers that they have on uh, um, evangelization and how do we go about this and how do we recognize that this is an important work of the Church and us as Catholics and uh, how, do, how do we get involved in it? How do we not um, let the, the word that is sometimes kind of uncomfortable and has lots of syllables, evangelization, how do we not let that become a, a hindrance to uh, getting out and sharing our faith in ways that uh, make a difference in people's lives, including our own? So for the time, who is going to be speaking? At the, well, the, at the... Uh, the speaker I'm most looking forward to is uh, uh, a priest by the name of Father John Mallon. Uh, he's an author of the book Divine Renovation, and uh, he's talking a lot about how how do we as Church get involved in the mission of the Church, and not just in maintaining our own uh, habits that we have in our particular parish or community. So when we talk about evangelization, as you had mentioned, that um, that word unfortunately causes people to you know to prickle and stuff. And I think uh, there's a lot of this, and it's kind of it's the way our culture operates, right? Which is like we will try to evangelize you uh, by the way of you know be more secular, be more consumerist, be more uh, capitalist, and so on. We'll evangelize you, but don't turn back at us and suggest to us anything that we should change or anything that that you um, would like us to to take a look at right and so and so there can be this initial like well that's not what I'm supposed to do but we know that Jesus's desire very much obviously is that we do evangelize and and the apostles especially like right I mean as we're right here in the middle of Easter now uh, what do the apostles do in almost a reckless really not almost a sort of a truly reckless way they just run out into the world and start proclaiming Jesus risen from the dead, right? And the consequences for them um, actually is physical death. It's martyrdom. And so, you know, Father Tom, if you want to just sort of speak uh, to folks a little bit about uh, evangelization and, um, you know, what is it that in your parish and for you personally uh, makes you want to present this to to your own community and and invite others to it? Well, I think these are the, the ideas that inspire us. We, you know, I think some the comparison you're making kind of makes me um, put advertising up against evangelization and say, mm-hmm. okay, what is it that leads to happiness in life? What is it that, that brings us what, what we're really seeking? What is it that fulfills the desires of our hearts? And by making known um, our relationship with the good news, um, with Jesus Christ, uh, we're, we're helping to spread the word about um, what, what it is that, that makes us tick and, and why, and why we want it to be more a part of our lives. So we're speaking with Father Tom Grainer, who's the pastor of Rugby, uh, our Little Flower Parish, St. Therese of the Little Flower in uh, Rugby, North Dakota, in the Diocese of Fargo. He's going to be hosting uh, at his parish an evangelization um, conference, newevangelization.ca, not .com, newevangelization.ca, uh, for pre-registration. Um what and day? Go there and and pull and push on the register button, and it'll bring up the list of sites, and scroll down to where Rugby North Dakota is, and and uh, put your information in, so we have a name tag for you, and 
we can prepare lunch for you and all of those kinds of things. Okay. Uh, we got a, we're, we're hosting this in our local uh, high school auditorium, performing arts auditorium, which is uh, great seating and great view from every seat. And, and we got lots of room for lots of people. So we're looking forward to, to welcoming uh, those from our immediate area. But uh, when we sent out those posters, we sent them out to every priest and deacon and parish in the state. And we even invited the uh, Western Deanery of Manitoba to come out because they're closer to us than they are to some of the other sites in, in Regina and Winnipeg. And the other um, parish that's hosting this, interestingly, in, in our area is down in Mobridge, South Dakota, similar-sized community, similar-sized parish to what we are in rugby. So we're excited to have it. Usually it's the kind of thing that happens in Bismarck or Minot, and we look at it and say, oh, that's a long way for us. Um, this time we're, we're bringing it out to uh, in rugby, what we're proud to call the heart of North America, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to having people come join us. Yeah. So what day and time? This uh, starts off early Saturday morning. Uh, Ottawa is on the eastern time zone, and so we're starting off at uh, 7.45. With, we'll connect up with the live broadcast. Um, registration and uh, the doors open at, at 7.15 at the Rugby Public High School, and we're ready to welcome our guests. Okay. So why don't you tell everybody, you would mentioned, um, you know, you pride yourself of being the center, right? So tell, give everybody an idea of where, of where you're located if, if they're thinking about potentially driving up for it. Sure. Sure. Um, rugby is about 60 miles east of Minot, North Dakota. Um, we're about 50 miles south of the Canadian border and uh, about 150 miles to the east of Grand Forks. Okay. Yeah, so a nice, easy drive. About, even right about the where the KWTL uh, radio signal runs out. Okay. Okay. So, Father Tom, could you speak a little bit about uh, evangelization, you know, just in your own life, uh, how it is that you as a priest see your job, but also what's the difference between uh, a priest's role in evangelization and how uh, a parishioner might experience their call to evangelization? What's the distinction and maybe what's the cooperation there? Well, I, the cooperation, I guess, is, is like on all levels. The um, priest is the one that reminds us on a regular basis of that this is part of the, the mission of the Church and tries to equip us with the skills. Um, and the, But it's impossible for me to have contact with all 3,000 residents of rugby and, and the community in a given day. So it's it's kind of like, okay, it's a network. Um, we, we, we take things out from what we hear in the homilies, what we hear in the study groups, and we take it to our neighbors, our friends. And it's a simple, it's, it's not something about, it's not like, um, you know, do you want to be Catholic tomorrow if you're not Catholic, or why aren't you going to church kind of thing? It's, how can I pray for you? Um, how, how can I let you know a little bit about that my life is, is activated by faith? Mm-hmm. It's stopping to... Um, Stopping to say grace when you're out at a, a meal or a community fundraiser or something, and um, making making that um, just that presence, that moment of gratitude to God, known in the midst of all of this. Yeah, evangelization very much is about relationship, right? As you you know, priest relationship with a parish, with a parishioner, um, parishioners relationship with each other, and it's that confidence in community that allows a person to evangelize. That you're not just your own little single unit going out there trying to change a person's mind, right? Evangelization is always right. about relationship 
And then from that relationship, you are able to tell everybody about the most important relationship that you have, which, of course, is that relationship that you have with with God um, and with his church. So again, newevangelization.ca uh, is the website you can go to to, you, uh, to register for this New Evangelization Conference hosted in Little Flower Parish in Rugby, Rugby, North Dakota, Saturday, May 4th from 7.45 a.m., until uh, 3 p.m. And Father Tom and his uh, folks, his people there in rugby would be really uh, glad to host you and to uh, welcome you. And so uh, anything, uh, any final words for us, uh, Father Tom, before we uh, conclude our show for the day? Well, I just think that this is going to be a, a great opportunity to reflect on the gifts of Easter and to figure out how is it that we take that out uh, into the, the summer, the traditional family and vacation time of the year and uh, to really make this uh, a part of a healthy practice of faith and and be about um, the, the mission of the Church, going out and announcing the Gospel and, and making disciples and being disciples. Amen. Father Tom, thank you. Again, newevangelization.ca, if you're interested in checking out um, the New Evangelization Conference that will be hosted there at Little Flower Parish in Rugby, North Dakota. Happy Easter, Father Tom. Happy Easter, Father Brian. Thank you very much for the time this morning. You bet. God bless. So let's throw it to Aaron now uh, as he will preview our next show. You got it, Father. We look forward to another great show. Heather Carroll and Father Tim Smith will be hosting live from Sioux Falls. In the first hour, we're going to have Jeff Copenhaver. He will share the beauty of the bond between father and son. Right after that, Father Tim will take your questions about the faith. Now, what is that question in the depth of your heart you want to ask Father? He will be ready to field your questions. Then in the second hour, Father David Krogman of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will help us discover how we can walk with Christ more closely through his passion, death, and resurrection. Right after that, we'll have Paul Gardner from the Bismarck Diocese to reflect on his seminary life so far and what he anticipates this summer. And then we will, we will get the rest of the hour by Richard Rangel. And he'll talk about how our lives get so busy from day to day, but we can reflect on those ways that we can retreat and grow deeper in our relationship with Christ, all that and much more on Real Presence Live. Back to you, Father. Thanks, Aaron. Um, thanks again to everybody that was uh, part of the show today. Thanks for all of our callers who asked questions and submitted questions via Facebook. And uh, encourage you to visit yourcatholicradiostation.com. You can uh, find uh, any replay replays of any of the shows that you want to listen to um, again or listen to you know, for the first time if there's a guest that... Uh, you were interested in but you weren't able to catch it um, you can certainly go to your catholic radio station.com and uh, download or listen to um, that particular segment the the whole show if you'd like also there's all kinds of other great resources on that website uh, get you connected with um, real presence live 30 seconds so uh, everyone again thanks for listening um, this has been real presence live let's uh, finish off 20 with a uh, how about we pray a, a glory be 15? as we continue to thank our lord for the season of easter 10 Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. 
Real Presence Live brings you local hosts and guests every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning from 9 to 11 Central. Hear the encore of the Tuesday show on Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m. Central, the encore of the Wednesday show from 8 to 10, and the encore of the Thursday show from 10 to noon. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through our Facebook page, Real Presence Live, local, engaging, live on the Real Presence radio network.